Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after lodge banter. Welcome to episode 82 of the After Lodge Podcast, brought to you on this beautiful, sweltering, jungle-like Sunday morning mm-hmm. from the smoke-filled back room of a local lodge near you. I'm After Lodge Harlan, here to spread the intemperances and excesses of brotherly love, relief, and our version of the truth with my friends, colleagues, might even call them brothers. Yeah. Uh, kind of a stretch. Use that word loosely. Worshipless producer Bruce. What's up, Harlan? Never right, worshipful. He's like... After Lodge Jason. He, he didn't tell me what's up. Hmm. What's up? Right, worshipful. Grand Censor <laughs> Bob. You're blowing my ears out. Uh, I, I have no idea what's happening. That's something For the first time in a long time, friend of the show, no longer master of a lodge near us. Right, you're not okay. Right. So it's not <laughs> worshipful. Sure it's just Jack. Just Jack, friend of the show. What's up, Jack? How's it going? It's all right. So, fellas, welcome back. Here we are again, doing our thing. Yeah, yeah right. it's happening. Don't sound I'm so enthused. So pleased yeah. to be here. It's hot. It's hard to get motivated when it's this hot. That's true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Harlan? Yes, sir. How was your week, buddy? It was okay. I uh, had an outing with uh, with some friends on Saturday. That's not true. Uh, I was these there. friends you speak of? Well, and then I some guys from the friends. lodge. No, there was one guy I didn't I, know. I had, there was one he, guy. He may have been Harlan's friend. I had a he wasn't friend, a member of this lodge But there. he did say friends with I had, I had a friend and then some guys from the lodge. There we go. Yeah. That is more apt. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, we all went on... Uh, well, I can't really say what we did because it's so distinctly local that there's no way to mask it. A local industry that is a very short ways away from here that is worldwidely popular. Yeah. We went on some tours of their facilities. We did. Hmm. It was a good time. Then had dinner at a very old... Uh, haunted. Haunted, supposedly, restaurant. Mm-hmm. We uh, had a lot to drink. Yes. Um, I mean... I mean, not not a lot for us. But I it didn't. Was, it was okay. Um, 
Well, I had no. sips. I was going to say among the group. Well, I mean, I nosed yeah, a we, lot we of alcohol. <laughs> we all had drinks. Those Philadelphia <laughs> wineries. Are we letting the secret out of the bag. Mm. Um, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it was a surprise to you. It was. And for once, like I'm sitting here trying to get there before, like he does, yeah. so that when he gets there, like he sees all of his friends there, right. And uh, I get off work a little late, and I'm like, well, i got to grab a shower and get up there. But my thought is, Harlan's always late. If I'm five minutes before he's supposed to be there, there's no way I'm there before him. Right. He was like 25 minutes early. You know why? Because he wasn't running the show. Because his wife was running the show. So were you surprised? Oh, was she running the show? You say that yes. like oh, no. an understatement. No, she had I a mean, clipboard <laughs> and an itinerary. Right. Oh, yeah. There was roll call. Stop looking at that. It's time to move on. But no, this is really cool. I just that's why we're here. I mean, to we, look at we this had stuff. To no like, stop. We had to hold on to the rope as we made our way through the facilities so that none of us got separated. Whenever was, we were moving to the next facility, there was a head count. You didn't yeah. even have to deal with all the guest stuff. We had to have tickets that she sold us. Yes. Which then, when I was there, and I I'm, realized I'm, I'm not like, talking about for the for the stuff that we did. I'm talking about just so we could be in the party. Yeah, she printed yeah. up special Harlan's birthday tickets. Yeah, those Harlan's birthday tickets were twenty five dollars. Oh, then the first gosh. place we went, I noticed that she had bought our tickets for us, but she mm-hmm. charged us twenty dollars a piece for them. Right. And then I noticed that it was like a five dollar thing you, if you we will. had just bought them that you know, day. Surcharge. Oh, you it's like how, t- you know how ticket, ticket master. Ticket master? Yeah. Yes, yes. It's the ticket handling and processing fee. Is what that My is. My wife put a lot of work into this. She did. Um... It was very nice of her. And then I, I think I said something that kind of like I, I didn't fully convey my uh, point with it. Yeah. I, I, well, that happens a lot, I know. No. But yesterday I said that a, that his wife, since I'm not supposed to say her name. Are you going to say something about the car? What? No. Okay. Go ahead. Um, that his wife had thrown the party that she would want about <laughs> stuff he likes. And I know that sounds like like she's doing it for herself, but that's not that. my point. It's yeah. like all of this effort and work that she put into it, she did because it's the party she would want, so that's what she was trying to do for him. Does that make sense? Yes, because... It's not like it's a bad thing. It's, it's like... Harlan, and Harlan doesn't really have a want thing. Like, you can't... You can never know. Well, no, he didn't want to do any of that, but she tried to make it about him. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm... Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. She designed her party, but with substituted in he likes like unicorns, unicorns and skittles. And, oh God. Is it rainbows? Yeah, yeah. right. As, as I did enjoy myself. Harlan, like, it was. I'm not saying nice you thing. didn't. I'm just saying like you need to understand the, I know. the massive amount of. We're just making fun of your wife. Is yeah, really with a little bit of that and a little bit of she did a ton of work for this yeah. an industrial labor. I don't know about that. I mean. Oh yeah, it turns out you can't <laughs> buy the uh, buy the tickets for one of those places on the internet. So she drove all the way there. out there yeah. in like her brand last new car. Week. Yeah. To go With get these tickets. And then she thought, while I'm out here, <laughs> I'm going to go to the other facility and get them there. So she goes out there and they're like, oh, we can't sell these to you over the counter. You got to buy them on the internet. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, she uh, nice. unraveled the whole story. And then I thought, how did, how did you, how did you pay for all of this without me noticing she has a slush fund. Oh, there's a secret credit card. Dum dum dum. Oh, oh. that's that's bad. <laughs> you need to nip that in the bud. That's fine. 
That's, that's why she had fine. to charge. It's fine. That's why she had to charge you guys the fleecing fees so that she could pay off the balance. Where all that money on went? Yeah, we're credit card. Me, uh, well, I was going to ask if you saw any. Not of this. a standard thing. I thought all women had a secret credit card. Is that not? Uh, my wife had like three or four at one time. Oh, okay. So it's okay. yeah, apparently pretty standard. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, I just have the Swiss postal account, but. Uh, I have my own secret ones, but I don't have an, an other, so there's really not even a <laughs> so point of mom secret them. Right. about them. Yeah. 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 yeah, nobody tell my mom. You're not hiding anything from anyone because there's no one to hide it from. I don't know if that's happy or sad. Maybe a time. Be well, it's you trying to make me sad, but when you're comparing it to your wife's hidden it credit both? cards, yeah. it, it's not. It's according to what time of the day it is, whether that's a happy or sad thing, I guess. So the Astro Lodge crew would uh, like throw out a thank you. To my to the lovely little crew? wife oh. for uh, putting together that party with the After Lodge crew. Because that's essentially who life. was there. It was the After it Lodge really crew was, yeah. plus, plus my old buddy with the long golden hair. And then he Your bailed friend. out before the yeah. end, so he didn't stick so, out the whole thing. Like, I looked around, and I'm like, oh, it's everyone we know from the After Lodge crew. And I don't know what was going on at that table Except for Tony, because Tony was out of town, so he didn't come. Mm, sure. Uh, I saw him yesterday morning. Uh, well, he was coming back, didn't you hear? They were on vacation, and then they got, like, halfway out of the state, and the transmission started dying. They had to come all the way back to switch cars, and... Hmm. Yeah. That sucks. It does. Anyway, um, one thing I didn't notice is that the table we were sitting at is... You were being quite amused with the way was eating her fried chicken, <laughs> and I never have figured out exactly what was going on at that end I'm of the table. I'm pretty sure we talked about that after the dinner... And you know darn well that's not a conversation for this show. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to make me have it. Um, also, Harlan uh, did something worthy of making fun of him. Yeah. See, you made Harlan get out the edit pad, and we didn't even talk about it. That's that's how bad that conversation was. <laughs> <clears throat> he uh. He ordered a sidecar. Ah, uh, yes. This drink. And uh, when it arrives at the table, it looks like a Sex in the City drink. It has mm-hmm. sugar on the rim and a martini glass and fruit in it. And I think some kind of a curly cue straw, like a children's place gives a child. It was supposed to have some kind of manly alcohol in it. There was nothing manly about that nope. drink. No. That <laughs> was... And he keeps getting a drink. Like, every minute he'll get a drink, make this horrible face. Oh, God, that's awful. And another minute goes by, another drink. Doesn't he wasn't disgusted with the drink. He was disgusted that he wasn't wearing a sundress to match drinking that's the drink. What it was. Or that I paid for it, so it had to be right. consumed. And Well, you, you tried to guilt the waitress yeah. into giving you a I was like, can you take this back and just give me an old-fashioned? He's like, I made a terrible mistake drinking this or ordering this. I don't like it. He's like, well, okay, it, whatever. Yeah. It's Still charge him for it. Big thing this year. Well, she charges for it probably because Jason's wife drank it. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's what was happening. Is she thought they were going to pour out alcohol, and she's like, "That tastes horrible," but that ain't that ain't going down the drain. And then she sticks a straw in it because you know how classy you are when you drink alcohol with a straw. Class. Never mind. <laughs> I was I was going to make a cut on your wife there, but I won't. School on Sunday, I get it. And then uh, sticks the straw in the martini glass and just drains it. <laughs> slurps. Gone. So, yeah. I was impressed by her. Nope, not going to do that one either. <laughs> <laughs> Just let it go, Bruce. Yes. All right. But no, I had a, had a good time. Uh, I 
turned a year older. I don't really know why we celebrate that. That would be a thing for my parents. But any excuse to go out with my After Lodge buddies. We don't do that enough. We don't. Um, I'm glad that this could be the catalyst for that. Right. I feel like that's something that we our lodge should do at a future date. We something need along an those lines. To do yeah. that kind of thing more often. I mean, it was it was fun, except for you know our wives who were not a fan of. Um, the the subject of of the tours, but uh, they my favorite tug along part though yesterday is we're in a warehouse touring a warehouse. The warehouse holds a lot of heavy stuff, as most warehouses do, right? Yeah. And it's all built out of lumber. Mm-hmm. And there's a plumb bob on one of the structural beams so they can tell if the warehouse is leaning one way or the other so right. they can equal There's it out. a lot out. of lumber, a lot of weight. you got to make sure it's level. And so, like, immediately we start making, like, references to the plumb bob. I stopped it, in the middle of a tour crowd and was like, and thus he showed me. And then, yeah. It's brilliant. And then, like, so, like, the tour guide gets it. We all get it. And then my wife goes... Are y'all making a show joke or something? I don't get it. And I'm like, yes, because that's the only thing the three of us have in common. Is that show. Not what the show's about, just the show itself. Yeah, so. Awesome. And then we uh, we ate, drank, and made Mary. Uh, mm-hmm. We took a photo in, in some old school stockades. Mm, that photo's on Instagram, by the way. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Uh, I believe the past master is already made comments about why wasn't jason there were they too tall for him no, yeah i mean i get that but here's the thing about me did you not see my response to that uh because he, he was the only yes. one not in the picture well, I, said, I said against all odds he was the one who got away yeah i mean that's how it always winds up for me like i'm the starter of the trouble and then somehow escape the trouble i mm. feel like normally it would be you're the only one getting caught no i never mm. get caught okay that's how I'm still walking around a free man today. All three of us are. How does that make any sense? Well, <laughs> but if... Exactly. It was the stocks, man. We did our time. They let us go. The foot stocks, like, that's not even a a punishment. It was, it was terribly just, uncomfortable. It was, well, yeah. You're there all day. I mean, we were like, there for a fun. thing. It, it was, was fun for, for like, the five minutes you're there. After that, it's it's like holding encyclopedias, uh, you know. I'm, I'm not saying it's not unpleasant, but it's way better than the head and the arm things. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not gonna. Is that is that was that like felony? Is this one and misdemeanor? Kind is this of, one yeah. Way back in the day, but it's still gonna be super uncomfortable. Plus, they would leave you in those for a longer period. Yeah. So, like, where like you'd maybe only get like the head and arm ones for like a day and a half. You would get those for like three days, four days. Hmm. I don't know. Plus, you got the foot ones for not showing up ridiculous. at church for the designated amount of times. Uh, and the, uh, the head and shoulders one was, was more for debauchery, where you got too drunk and made a fool out of yourself or, yeah. or did something along those lines. One of the things people don't realize about the stocks is you were left out there overnight. You didn't have enough friends to kind of look out for you. Stuff happened yeah. behind you. People would mess with you. Because you yeah. wouldn't be able to see who was behind you. Yep. So things happened to you. Yep. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean... Things you, Bill Cosby you can keep did. Describing it, but <laughs> things Bill Cosby did. That's a lie. Even if I'm in the stockades, you can't roofie me. I was going to say things Bill Cosby did to unconscious mm. women. Mm-hmm. You don't know what he did. Uh, I know what he admitted to in a court deposition. Now, <laughs> yeah. So we had a we had a good time. Oh, we're not <laughs> talking about that. I guess. Uh, not uh, oh, uh, yeah. Zero anymore. Come on, Harlan defended him. Like he's going to talk that. 
Where did Hero come into this? I you always kind of him and Michael Jackson. I thought were kind of no, your top of your no, hero list. No, he's just playing the lawyer. I got upset he has, he has about to defend who he has the to assumption defend. of guilt for celebrities. I don't really care about Bill Cosby. He was okay. a prop for the point I was trying to make. Well, now that he's kind of. Guilty, um, convicted by it. a jury of his peers. Uh, well, he admitted in a deposition out of his own mouth hmm. under is oath. A, is that admissible in, in evidence? Because uh, I'm not. Sure. I don't care if it's admissible or not, <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> I don't Love care it. if it's fruit of a poison tree. You still know he did it. Mm. Jury of his peers. <sighs> He's an American citizen. So I'm the wait. only way. Harlan thinks he's guilty as of 12 dummies who are too dumb to get out of jury duty. It's like Harlan's the lawyer and Jason is an anti-lawyer. Yes. I'm just saying, if the dude admits it, that's like me coming to you and saying, hey, I killed Bob Smith. Because nobody has ever admitted it to get out of a worse punishment. Yeah, nobody's ever been pressured into... Never, yeah, never, never, never signed a piece of paper. But, but literally, you're saying, if I come to you and spinning. say, I killed Bob Smith, I'm not guilty of killing Bob Smith in your head until I'm convicted by a jury of my peers. In his head, he's a lawyer. Yeah. Hmm. You allegedly confessed. Right. I'm going to allegedly all over your face in a minute. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... Yeah, I had a good time. That was pretty much the the sum of it outside of, you know, I spent the rest of the work week dealing with uh, unpleasant federal workers. and. Sorry about that. It was a bad time. They weren't your kind. They were the kind with the black ties and the stick up their caboose. Uh, yeah, so uh, the rest of you. Yes, sir. Outside of, you know, that glorious After Lodge field trip yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything outside the normal, Bruce? Did you I did maybe not. I worked can my of off chicken day, instead so of tuna? Nope. Still tuna. Bruce took a day off to, to join us for these festivities yesterday. To be fair, though. And I really hope Harlan was honored, because as I was telling him yesterday, yes. in the 10 years I've had this job, I have never taken a day off for someone else. And that's fine. To if be you fair, you never got way. paid for days off until that's recently. That's true, too. Uh, that's, and? that's not as relevant. <laughs> I, I still had to use an off day. And I earned that. Go F yourself. You go on and pretend like it was. And I spent it on you, you ungrateful bastard. You go ahead and pretend like it was 100% Harlan. It was. But the destination of said field trip, I know, helped. Because you looked at it and you sat down and did the math. Well, Harlan's going to think it's 100% for him, but I get to go to there. Sir, do not pretend to know my intentions. Bruce, um, yes. Just, just curious. Um, you know, you said this is the first time you've you've taken a day off uh, to go do something with somebody. Else. How many invitations have you had to turn down? Over this the is years? the first one. Hundreds, Jay. <laughs> hundreds, hundreds. Okay, literally <laughs> hundreds. Okay. Uh, but thanks for the question. And by hundreds, I mean people asking him because they knew he was at work right. and knew he couldn't come. <laughs> hey, hey, we're having the party this one night. You can't go. You want to go? Hey, uh, Tuesday at 9 a.m., we're having a little get-together in my house. Would you like to? Oh, that's too bad. Just remember I invited you, buddy. First time anybody's ever had a toga party at 10 a.m. Yeah. That, no. uh, that an event you frequent often, Bruce? Uh, a toga party? I mean, not anymore. I mean, okay. he does in 80s comedies about 60s fraternity. Those still exist in colleges. At least they did 10 years ago. I never went to Oh, one. they still do. You never went to a college? Yeah. No, <laughs> I never went you know, to a, 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 a yoga party. That's, that's kind of understood. All right. 
I can. I can. <laughs> we do the same the- job. <laughs> I, I wasn't even cutting on you. You said it. I can shave the facial scrub and still pass for one of those college frat boys. So, oh, yes, this That's is true. Thing. Did you get carded yesterday? At- I did not. He already had it out. They didn't have to card it. It was already out. <laughs> he knew they were going to get it. Mostly they figured if my wife was old enough, they didn't need to check me. How did she not get carded? She, she did. did. Oh, okay. Everywhere. Yes. Right. Multiple times. Yes. Like when she ordered the drink and when they served it? When just came check that the, again when just she to make came sure. into the bar right. yeah so uh that w- that was me what what about the rest of you jason <laughs> why okay jack how was your last 6 months uh, well, oh yeah it's been a while it's, buddy it's not been that long but all right Friend of the so show. don't get upset harlan cuz i know this is kind of your thing being the lawyer and all but i got invited to um to go visit our sponsor and renegotiate our contract Uh-oh. a little bit. So I've been in Canada for a little bit. Why didn't we hear about this before? Well, I, is that it why was those checks stopped? It was a big surprise because I haven't got a check from them in three weeks. Well, and that's why that's why they stopped. They're working on on the new the new pricing. So I, I went up there. They've been very pleased with the advertising on the show. Good um, <clears throat> users of Canada Drive like tripled, <laughs> one to three. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, it, they brought out some <laughs> spreadsheets and stuff. That's not my forte. But, uh, you know, it, so I went up there and I was like, okay, we deserve a little more for that, right? So I got them. Brace yourselves. Quadruple our payment per show. That's right. Whoa. That's right. Starting next month, 12 <clears throat> cents an episode. Does somebody have an iPhone? Negotiator. I got to ask Siri a question. 12 cents an episode starting next month. Uh, you can ask Cortana here on my uh, Windows 10 laptop. Should um, I bring it up for you? No, hang on. Actually, I have it turned off. I'd have to turn it on. It may crash the recording. We'll just uh, we'll Google now this. How about that? I don't know. I've been wanting to use this Cortana thing for a while, but I don't want to turn it on because it starts sending all my stuff to what Microsoft. What is four times... Tw- what was it? Four times... Shit. Never mind. <laughs> You're looking for 12 divided by I, four. I lost the joke. The, yeah, the, it, it went... Yeah. There. It's over there. It's, yeah, it crashed and burned. So my week, uh... Can we get some sad violin music over there, Bruce? Um, some soap opera music, maybe? So last Sunday, no. you heard about the tire on my car. I did. Everyone else did. Yeah, you left it in. I thought you were going to cut that out, but you left it in. It's fine. It's real life. Your, 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 your hardships are our entertainment. And, uh, truth. So I paid a good amount of money for a new tire the next day. Did you ever find out what caused that? I don't know. No, <laughs> there was a I screw heard she in drove it. on it while it was flat. That's what I heard. Well, yeah, I'm, no, that I'm, didn't I'm happen. <laughs> what made it to be flat? But. Uh, there was a screw in it, and it's the second screw exactly the same I've gotten on the tire. I think. Our neighbors are like screwing the the entrance to our parking lot or something. Maybe they're just sprinkling screws at the end of your driveway. No, it's here because it's like after I leave here, both times I've had it was immediately leaving here. Ah. Um. So anyway, um, I put air in it the next morning, drove up here, and I like filled it up because I got like an air compressor at my house and filled it up, drove it here. When you check compressor in your house, you say at, at my house, not in it. At it, it's in the As garage. To the trunk of your car. That's a tiny one. You got to plug in. <laughs> this is like a big industrial, like floor model one. Okay. Um. 
<clears throat> so, like, because your car doesn't have a spare. That's, that's what I was getting at. With yeah, that. I get it. Okay, I know what you're doing. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. It's not the week, buddy. <laughs> so then uh, I, uh, I had her bring the air tank. Yeah, because we have a portable air tank to air the tire back up to its recommended pressure. This is at your house. No, here. Because when I went back out, it was flat before we started the show. It was, like, way uh, low again. Okay. So I had to bring the air tank, fill it up. All right. Left her car here, drove it over there to get a tire, because the only place you can get a tire on Sunday, apparently, is Walmart. Everybody else is too Christian to work on Sunday or in this town. I don't I don't get that. I don't either. It's just tire shops. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, like it's you definitely think Sunday weird. would be a big day for them. Yeah, I mean, like you make, I mean, you're going to have to be there, like, four hours. You might as well do it on Sunday or Saturday. It seems right? like those would be the two days that you would be open. Makes sense. And, uh, no. No, so... The, a belt's broke in it, and they can't fix it. So, then the next day, I took it to a real tire shop, drove it back over here, parked it here overnight, drove it up the road to a real tire shop, and bought a new tire because the belt was broke, but it had nothing to do with driving it low. And then, uh, so that was my Monday, and then uh, round about uh, Friday, uh, Amy pretty much totaled her car. Mm. Oh. So, yeah. Now, this car's a year old. <clears throat> she and, made it a whole year. Yeah, well, not really. She had an accident like oh, eight Amy, months ago. Come on. Almost a year. Uh, Amy, this is why we can't buy you new things. I mean, she got it last summer. And she had an accident in the fall or winter. And then now it's like pretty much totaled. So, anyway, uh, so yay for me. I bought a new car last year. And I'm smart enough to get gap insurance. Right. But she had upped the deductible, and I didn't know about it. So I basically get to pay the privilege of not having a car right now. It yeah. is a terrible price to pay. Yeah. So no car. Your payment's just gone, and those first year of payments are the ones that They're you basically kind of throw away. Gone right. anyways. Right, right, right. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you, you pay the first year of payments thinking that, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like after that first year like on the second year you're on the downhill slope the car's worth more than what you're paid on it you know what you're paying on it so basically i took like the hardest hit of the car and then lost the car whereas this year it would be more reasonable think of it like it was a lease buddy if it helps then it's leases are usually like three years for the record or two years at yeah least. but i mean you know you make all those lease payments and you don't really have any value in the car yeah it you wasn't just paying lease. for the privilege of yeah, having the car yeah that's why i don't lease these cars just tell yourself you did and yeah but I, I don't because i'm not that dumb mm. well just pretend just trying to help this time that you were that dumb no belief is a tool buddy <laughs> bring out some of that chaos magic and convince yourself that i, you were I mean i the car. literally dude like i literally <laughs> don't know what to do at this point like i'm just like meh and the accident's like not her fault but her fault it's like one of those where it's like mm-hmm. a teenager who has had her driver's license for four weeks mm-hmm goes from the fast lane into the parking lot of a gas station on the other end of the slow lane across the front of you across is in front of her while slamming on her brakes to make the turn into the gas station but amy hit her in the back so Uh, teenagers will be why we have car insurance but there's like literally like nothing she could have done there's a car beside of her at this point she's slamming on her brakes and just still she was following too close but she no, wasn't no, following I anybody. I know, I know, I know, but the law, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I've been in that similar situation. I had a coworker once uh, who was stopped at a red light. We were all going to lunch, 
piled in her car. And uh, we're at this red light, and this car in front of us, I don't know how it happened, but the car was uh, like half a car length ahead. The light turned green. Said individual slammed on the gas, but the car was in reverse. That happens sometimes when you go past it. And just plowed backwards into us. Mm. And you could never convince the cop that she didn't rear in this lady. And she ended up being at fault for this accident. She was sitting at the red light. <laughs> got backed into. Wait, so the woman lied and said... Yes. Oh, now that man. is an excuse for murder. That yeah. right there is murdering oh, someone. Yeah, Although yeah, I can tell you... <laughs> there have been a few times a guy was pissing me off behind me and I was sitting at the red light and thought about just throwing it in reverse, giving him the finger and slamming on the gas. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No. So everything sucks. No one ever believed it. There were three other people in her car and we all like chimed in on the police report about what happened. But She should have refused for, to let the insurance company pay them, let her sue them, and then take that on Judge Judy. Because if you've got three reasonable people dressed nicely on Judge Judy against one ignorant person who would do something like that. As long like as that, they're all like, ma'am, yes, ma'am, no Yeah, ma'am. as long as you know you're all well yeah, See, that wouldn't work because I would have to take Judge Judy seriously for about 12 minutes. Then go, back I, then, you could have. I, I, you no. didn't know better. Then go on the people's court. No, I knew better Judge when I was Mill in Young. high school. Or Judge Joe Brown. Or that yeah. diverse court, or maternity court, or paternity, I mean, paternity court. Go ahead and go to Jerry Springer. <laughs> I could take Jerry Springer <laughs> more seriously court. than I could any of these TV judges. Yeah, but their rulings are final. Right. Now, Judge Judy Shonlin is a real judge. Mm-hmm. No, she's a real judge. <laughs> yeah, was, was, was. I thought once you were a judge, you were always a judge. I thought it was like a 33rd degree. Yeah, it, it kind of is... Um, what I suggest. Does that mean, it kind of is lawyer. It is or it isn't. I suggest if if you know any judges, which you do from the lodge down by the river, mm-hmm. try not to say that to them. <laughs> when the judge Judy is a real judge, yeah. You think I get uptight about that? You should talk to a real judge. I mean, I'm not saying she's doing judgely things now, but <laughs> but I mean, she was a real judge. She was in a documentary I watched one that's time like about those, the juvenile system in New York. That's like those retired military officers that get on like uh, TV pundit shows, and they're still using their military rank because they retired as that to talk about foreign policy stuff. But it, yeah, but they're not that thing anymore. My favorite thing about Judge Judy is sometimes her rulings are based nothing at all on the facts, just on whether or not she likes this person. Right? Yeah. yeah no, it's like her opinion. Well, that's actually. Almost like real life. But she says that out loud. Yes. Yeah, no, that doesn't happen as much. That's because there's not a Judge Judy appeals court. Like, if if you could appeal it up to Judge Joe Brown or the people's court, <laughs> yeah. then she would probably make more sound rulings that were legally solid. But you can't say, I lost on Judge Judy, so I'm taking this all the way up to the people's court, because they, they've been around way longer. They need to bring in another retired judge just to be like Judge Judy appeals judge. Oh, dude, I would totally watch that. You right? run them back to back? Because that entire show would just be people pissed at her. And then on that show is one of the cases from the previous show that is right, being appealed right. on legal exactly. grounds up the chain, so then you could just follow this Beautiful. story on up. And they would air it one right after the other. And then you get that one guy... Uh, Judge Mathis, who's like the worst of all of the judges, to be the supreme TV show judge at the top of the food chain. It's perfect. Once you go to the people's court, then you go to him. I'd watch them all. Oh, I totally would. Mm-hmm. 
Carlin's just, just having a breakdown over there. You broke Carlin. He's just quit. Carlin, you got to put in a lot of work can, if you want to be where they are. Can can we? If you want to be, <laughs> you want to be as good of a judge, judge. Yeah. as those judges are. If you ever want to be the judge that Judge Judy is today, you got I, a lot of work ahead. I tell you what, if you had ten percent of Judge Judy's judging abilities, right? She's so she more would really judicious go places than you are. Life. Can we talk about Mason stuff? <laughs> Can we talk yes, about? We actually have a lot of topics on the board today, so we should probably. Is that, do that. some weird play on shenanigan, Michiganigan? Yeah. I don't know what you're it's talking about. Michigan yeah. again. Yeah. Michigan again. However, that state we talked about a couple weeks ago. We yeah we we have to realize. stop saying. Where is Matt? Why is Matt not know. chimed in on this? Why is he not skyped in on the show? So I got some more background info that would have been better to have before we talked oh, about it. Yeah, I, I made assertions that were completely baseless, which we often do on the show. So what happens but, is is the Grandmaster removed the senior deacon from his chair. And we were going under the assumption that the senior deacon was a appointed position. Like it is in every other jurisdiction. Yes. However in the arts. is that another assumption? Yes. Well yeah. it's ours. It's and a we're the only wild ones that do it assumption. right. So I assume that other jurisdictions do things correctly. However, in this state, that is the start of the back of the line for the Grand Master's Chair. It's elected. It is elected. Oh. Now, to add to the shenanigans... Again. Shenanigan again. To add to the shenanigan again... <laughs> um, <laughs> he was only elected to that position like two or three months ago. Then on top of that, the majority of the lodges in this state go dark over the summer, and this edict come out after most lodges had already went dark, so a lot of brothers don't even know about it until they come back in September when it's all settled and done pretty much by then. Well, there's a couple things there. First is uh, about eight or nine episodes ago when we started screaming about how you shouldn't go dark. Hmm. This is one reason why. Should have listened. Uh, also, yeah, that unelected office. Everything I said about the Grand Master not needing a reason. If he doesn't like the guy, he can remove him. That's doesn't no apply to an elected office. It's all out the window. So, uh, after Lodge Radio, we report, you decide. Uh, no. <laughs> no, we've decided you need a reason <laughs> to remove elected officers. If, if we're going to use that slogan, Harlem, we have to report correctly the first time. Oh. This is just like Fox News, yeah, actually. I was, I, that's, exactly. that's where I was going. We can just say fair and balanced, right? No. No, no, I, I'm not willing to go that we far. We could get sued for that. <laughs> um, because we are in no way fair so, or balanced. Fair and balanced to be square and level. I mean, we can use it the same way <laughs> Fox News does. So we pretty much are in agreement <laughs> that the Grand Master of State shouldn't be allowed to remove the newly elected person in line for his job just for no reason given at all well even if there's a reason given there's not unless it's a good enough reason for that gentleman to be removed from the fraternity full stop there's no reason agreed i mean like someone's elected to an office the only way they should be out of that office is either per prescribed rules in your state's constitution or that they're no longer a mason and when you're dealing with Grand Lodge stuff, I, I would think that holds especially true. Yeah, I mean, like, the only thing I can think is this dude came in his office and this newly elected senior warden, senior deacon, 
was doing cocaine off of his desk surrounded by hookers. That's not a sufficient reason. Uh, if it's the Grand Master's office, yes. If it was his office, it would have been fine. Oh. Oh, so he's friends with the Worshipful Grand Landscaper. Yes. And he actually got into the Grand Master's yes. office, unlike our Worshipful Grand Landscaper that won't help me do this. Well, to be fair, he just went in there to measure for curtains. Oh. But I want to measure for thing. curtains. I want to sit in the most Worshipful's chair with my trousers. No, this guy, he just went in there to measure for curtains. But one thing led to another... And there were then hookers and cocaine. And so glad we stopped making assumptions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no assumptions there. <laughs> well, judging by our grand senior deacon, I actually don't even know who that is this year. I better pull that one back. They might not have a good sense of humor. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, they're probably, I mean, it looks fishy. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not fishy, but it looks fishy. Maybe the Grand Master didn't want to state a reason to help said brother save his reputation. Maybe. But didn't he state a half reason? For failing to follow a direct order. But maybe that direct order was do your job. Mm. But... Or maybe that direct order was stop hiring prostitutes in my office, do it in your own office. In the the constitution for for having him removed. I mean, what what would he have to do? Uh, That varies. Uh, Here, I don't think there is a procedure for elected grand lodge officers in our lodge our bylaws state that they have to miss a certain number of meetings and then i was thinking do something it that way more along felonious means oh well yeah what about baloney i mean well but that then again that, that goes back to the if it's it's if it's felonious he's no longer a mason and and so he's okay, removed so, <clears throat> that's what i'm saying let's say this guy gets arrested for a felony is that good enough right there no Okay. I mean, it, it would be in most states and in most people's eyes, but I don't think so. I think no. you'd have to get convicted. Yes. Okay. And it's also possible that that is some. I mean, we can give this dude the benefit of the doubt. It's possible that something like that did well, I'm happen. Assuming that's what we would do to the grandmaster. No, I never do that. Is well, then I, don't, I do to a brother. I don't think his response mm. or his Purple statement line. would have been for failing to follow orders. I think it would have been yeah. failing to you know be a mason or a good mason. Because mm, I learned well, that's what I'm saying. If, if if he was trying to help him save face, maybe he maybe it would be. Because mm. I learned the hard way in our statewide Facebook group uh, when one of the lodge secretaries was asking for advice on what they should do about an individual brother who was arrested that weekend for something, whatever, charged with something. What are we going to do? How do we kick him out? And like I went and explained the thing about the rule of law and he's a brother he was arrested you can get arrested for anything you right. don't be jumping to toss this guy out for right. a while doesn't mean it's a mistake right. i i got my internet ass handed to me by all of these crusty old brothers who um you well, know that, you wouldn't have been arrested if you weren't doing it and you know the cops don't make mistakes never have the yada, cops yada, made yada, a yada. mistake mm-hmm. never ever so uh but i was asking I don't more even if it's know just why we have courts i mean I mean, look, I trust anybody that's making thirteen fifty an hour in a podunk town to make a hundred percent solid right. If decisions. only the judges could be the cops also. Yeah. If only Judge Judy had and a direct feed to the body cameras on cops. Like Judge Dredd. Oh. Where oh. Yeah. I like where you're going. The cop and the judge I would, and the executioner. Yeah. I would only be and okay with that. Ass guns too. I would only be okay with that if they're making like a hundred bucks an hour so is that we know we're getting the top of the candidates right because because earning potential always equates to the caliber of the individual i think that's what he was getting not always but sometimes it does 
Because here's the thing: if you got a police department over here that's making twelve fifty an hour, and we know the police departments that make twelve fifty an hour, and you got one that's twenty miles up the road that's paying eighteen dollars an hour, if you're capable of getting a job with eighteen dollars an hour, that's where you're going to get the job. I don't feel like you know how people get these jobs, though. It's like my buddy had this job and his brother is the lieutenant and they're hiring for this position and but I'm not anywhere worked, near as qualified as the rest of the candidates. But once you've worked but I got an inside ring. Podunk, you mm-hmm. can go over here and get the eighteen dollar. But you have you have to know people. Like police departments around here, which is where my exposure's been, it, it's ridiculously nepotistic. It, it's oh, okay. it's nepotism hundred and ten percent. I, I had no idea until I started to see it, and I was like, oh, my God. Because, you know, the unemployment rate's extremely high, and everyone around here wants to be a cop. So probably because it's the only way to elevate your status in society. Well, and then also in that case, I don't think that... Because you plus, can either be a cop going or along you with can my be idea, you're a also sheep. immediately a judge. Yes. And you get a sweet and an gun execution. and a motorcycle. Yes. But I also don't think just because... Why would you not want to do that? I'm a sweet helmet. Oh yeah, yeah. You know Jim Come Bob. Everything but your mouth. <laughs> I also think just because you know Jim Bob doesn't mean that your reason and logic is infallible, and you should be kicked out of law just because this dude thinks you did something you maybe yes. did or didn't do. Right. Um, but I learned that the mentality of the majority of our brothers is not along those lines. Respect your point. I, I don't think even call nine one one if I'm bleeding. If he's trying to save face or let him save face, why wouldn't he just say, you know, he's resigned or give him the option to resign rather than remove him from office? Well, because if that guy's like me, mm. he's probably kicking and screaming the whole way, and they're still trying to help him out in spite of it. Because well, that seems like something I would do is possible. You know, cut off the nose, spite the face, and hookers and, and, and fight the, the whole way out. And even still, the Grandmaster, being such a good guy, is trying to cover for me as he's trying to sweep me under the rug. That's true, but in your specific scenario, Harlan, you did it. So, Well, yeah. But here's the thing. You should be kicked out. Here's the thing. I don't, okay. think, I don't think a Grandmaster <laughs> has that option if it's an elected official. Hmm. I just don't. I, I think the craft put him there. If you remove him from there, the craft needs to know why it's a good idea to take him out of there. Yeah, mostly because that's the voice of the entire state, and yeah. I mean, you owe it to the craft more so than you owe it to him. Sorry. But we've seen this sort of stuff, not so much with the removing elected officers, but like the whole West Virginia debacle from a decade ago where you didn't like the policies of said grandmaster, so when he's out of office, you then take his office and then begin tossing him out and... Then he sues to get back in. Yeah. That was a cluster. It was. It was entertaining for uh, internet reading, though. Anyway. The After Lodge crew reads blogs while Rome burns. So, what are your thoughts on uh, non-violent, antichrist, and Freemasonry? Antichrist. <laughs> I can read, Bruce. That says Antichrist very clearly. There, there's no T. There's no T in that at all. No. Well, there's a T at the end, but... It's anti. Is y'all, this the guy... doing this to me. Is this the, another one of those, I hold these views and I can't be a Mason or no, it's like type posts? No, it's like, can I? Because I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with my political views. 
Is it a good idea? Yeah, we, we, a lot of these come across the Freemasonry subreddit, and the answer is always you should talk to the guys from your local lodge. Or maybe not talk about anarchy in the lodge until you know whether you can or not. Yeah. I it's mean, a political view. It's well, sorry. Is it strictly though? I mean, I've got a friend that that is no doubt an anarchist, and everything. I'm sitting right here, all, Jack. Not you. No, no. I said I'm a friend. Try and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend. That's good. That uh, that's an anarchist, and, and I mean everything he does is self motivated. It's it's all about him. He doesn't care about any other anybody else, and um, so I mean. That kind of person, I you know, he would not make a good mason. In my experience, that's not your normal anarchist. Well, what if it? I mean, what if joining causes him to improve himself? No, no, no chance of that. I don't. Think well, I don't mean in this specific scenario. <laughs> and there's a difference. There's a difference between. I'm not talking about your friend who is irredeemable in life, Jack. I'm talking about you know an, an imaginary guy. I mean, there's. I struggle with when people use blanket terms like anarchist because some people would describe like that is a very broad somebody as an anarchist and someone else might call him an extremist libertarian. I mean, he 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 breaks and it down in the post. Him. Yeah, he breaks it down in the post. I mean, he's he holds certain anarchist views. He's an I mean, he seems to me like the typical nonviolent activist type anarchists you see now they, they sound the stuff he was describing sounded more like the the extreme libertarian, libertarian yes talking points yes they call us anarchists just so you know the, the idea that no one has the right to initiate force or fraud against another person yes and when they do it can be responded to in kind that's a that's a libertarian plank yes just so you know but we don't those like are now anarchy to me talks about the the abolition of all civil authority. That's a branch of that tree. Yeah, I mean that's where the anarchy versus libertarian thing breaks down for me. Is libertarians believe that society has a place to enforce contracts and you know protect you from the initiation of force by other people, etc. And the anarchist line is crossed when you don't think that society has that authority. I mean, isn't the view of what anarchy is going to be very dependent yes. on the individual? Yes. Which is why you should talk to the local. It's lodge. a big tree. That's that's where so I went. Are you going to? If a person is has that mindset, are they going to have any respect whatsoever for the authority of the master or the grand lodge or yep. any of that? Yep, that's because they submitted to that authority willingly. No, uh, I, th- I think he means somebody who hasn't joined. Yeah. Oh, I think that's right. I think that the extreme libertarian idea can work in the lodge. I don't think that what I was calling the anarchist idea could, because what you do when you come here is is you you embrace the whole idea of, of like civilized society having certain responsibilities as a collective. That's in our case, it's our lodge or our fraternity. But if you can't have that mindset, I don't. I, I don't know if that stops you from getting in, but what's the point? So you're talking like, more why, about why like do you a, want to be a mason? Social anarchist as opposed to like a political. Yeah, I guess anarchist. that might yeah, be I one way of saying it. But I didn't get the view that he was, and maybe I'm wrong. I didn't, you know, read it with a fine tooth comb. I got the view he was more of like the social anarchist as opposed to the true anarchist. I guess I like. I don't think I, political. I think it's political views 
He's afraid to use the word libertarian because he doesn't want to get <laughs> lopped in with the Tea Party. Probably. Who hijacked that term with no knowledge of what it means. But, I don't, you know, I don't think he needs... I don't think it's something that really needs to be discussed. No. If you don't want to discuss your politics, you don't have to. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's it's his decision whether or not to join. It shouldn't be a factor in whether he's accepted or not. So it's just a matter of, I mean, I guess whether he can consolidate his his beliefs or whatever with, you know, being a part of the fraternity. Or if he can keep his mouth shut about it yeah. when he needs to. Well, I mean, he still has to consolidate his own views with the fraternity. If, he, yeah. if, if it doesn't fit, then... That's I where I, I was think going. they're not is, a fit. Is, is why, if it's, if it's actual anarchy, why would you bother coming here? Like, it's We're just not, not talking about nihilism anarchy here. I didn't get that from the post at all. And neither. Just don't be a dummy like the chaplain and pull into Lodge with your Barack Obama bumper sticker and, and well, you wouldn't have that because, you know, the anarchy thing. But, yeah. True anarchy. Your politics can matter here because we give the chaplain a hard time. would have an anti-Republican and anti-Democrat bumper sticker. That's what a true anarchy is. So would, would a libertarian. Hmm. And a porcupine in the middle. Mm-hmm. So are you helping him make the assumption that Anarchy and libertarianism is the same thing. Is no, that, that it sounded like there's you were there's a line. there's a line, <laughs> and I don't feel like this guy's on the other side of that. I just think he's afraid to use the I libertarian like label because of it's media. semantical. Yes, <laughs> with a little bit of smegma on it. Um. Yeah, talk, talk to the guys in your lodge. Don't talk about politics. Tell them why you want to be a mason. Join join if you want. Don't if you don't. What, what, are, you, what are you asking me for? Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many of these that come across the Freemasonry subreddit. You know that our Freemasonry is dead, and, and like the letter R, because a lot of our listeners, I would assume, know that. Um, and it's always like, I believe X. Can I be a mason? And, yeah. And, and the answer is always the same. I don't know. Okay. No, I like there's when there's no substantial discussion going on on that subreddit, it's just a bunch of these type of threads. Yeah, but you cannot blame these dudes for this because what they're doing is they're saying I want to join, but I also don't want to f- everything up. If I go to join, is this going to cause disharmony? I mean, I got to give them some respect for that. Sorry, but I do. I tend to think they just want opinion validation from the internet. But, or that uh, is also possible. Yeah, I'm with Harlan on that. But one. I automatically think the best of people always. Uh, so, I'm just going to uh, leave that there, huh? <laughs> uh, this guy can't join due to his religion's policy against oath-taking? Yeah, yes. this was kind of like a side thing. He was asking about sources where he could find out everything without having to join. Oh, that one. Yeah, we don't yeah. know who that guy is you were talking about, and sorry you can't join, but... Uh, but, like, sorry, I don't get the whole <laughs> oath thing. Like, I don't get it. And here's my question. It's an extrapolation of when Jesus said, or more correctly, when Paul said, that let Jesus your yea be yea and your nay be nay, and that should be good enough. And that's been extrapolated to you can't take oaths of any kind. It's Aside from the ones we want you to. Well, no, they don't take oaths. These are the same type of people that we have problems with in the courtroom, and we have to have a special oath to prevent perjury that's not called an oath and it's basically somebody says I affirm that I will tell you the truth 
So, so it's an oath. <laughs> kind of, yes. Shh. Oh, don't, don't tell, tell them. them. They'll never know. <laughs> no, this blood, this blood, the monkey blood. Anyway, here's my point. You know, because Jehovah's Witnesses don't take blood. Yes. And they've been working on fake blood for Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here's my point. Um, now, what would be your feelings if this guy is super wanting to join? Super. He's uber wanting to join, so to say. And uh, he uh, gets a special... No. Just No. I see where you're going. No. I, I was going to let him, him know, so I was going to let him finish. He won't stop if I say no, but he'll stop if we don't I was going to let no. him finish before I responded with no. What Go I'm ahead, looking Jason. for here is I'm wanting to finish my question, oh, which I ahead. also agree the answer is no. Okay. And then I want you both to say no, and then give me the reasons why. Go ahead and finish your question. If there was a special thing done for him where instead of saying the oath part he affirms all of these things no 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 please say no and explain why you said no show your work gentlemen I don't have to show my work I don't know how I got this answer I just know this is the answer it would be the correct answer because there's some really weird math in there you're talking about something that's the core of who we are as an institution we don't make those kind of exceptions for people. Not everybody's cut out to be a Freemason. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you saying he's not a beautiful and unique snowflake? Because how have you know his tan kindergarten teacher said otherwise? Well, he may be. That's that's not my point. My point is not everybody's meant to be here. This place isn't for everybody. And we're not, or rather we shouldn't be, carving out who we are so that we can be more inclusive, so that we can get more dues money. It's... It's not. Well, wait, wait, wait! It's not about dues. No, this guy's not, super it's, into it's, it. He's it's an obligation, not. or it's not. If you say I affirm, and then he says that's not an obligation, how do we hold him to an obligation when he didn't take an obligation? It's it's not even that. I'm, I'm still on the semantics of no, well, we're not changing. You're on this. the. But do I, you I don't want to say the unimportant part, but the part that's. I mean, maybe we should make an exception less, for, you know, uh, all of these women that just really, really, right, really want right. to be here. Do you think if he affirms what he promises to <laughs> and he breaks what he agrees to mm-hmm. contractually? It's not an obligation. No obligation. And late, not an obligation. He affirms to it. Then later on, he breaks one of those things he affirmed. Do you think he'll not get kicked out? I think he won't get in in the first place because he's not going to take an obligation. Yeah, and I don't really care because it's not about whether or not he would keep it. It's about we're not going to make exceptions in our ritual. Yes. I mean, that, the, the subject we're talking about goes to the very core of what yeah. Freemasonry is. I mean, this is... If you alter that, the thing that you just did, you did some kind of ritual, but you did not make a mason. That's, a, that's like saying if there's a guy who wants to join but he doesn't agree with our obligations... Can we change them to things no. that he wants to... This is like a contract with a fraternity. I mean, this is your covenant. This is what you're bound by. So, you know, if you, you... You can't go into, you know, any other contract situation and just scribble through what you don't like and make your own terms up. They won't accept it. Harlan does. <laughs> so you do that all the time. I mean, you could, you could theoretically do it, and you could put the guy on the books, but you did not make a mason. 
That was, it's the same as if this guy was going to the nearby Baptist church and saying, I really want to be a member here, but I really don't believe this whole Jesus being divine thing. And, and I'm Baptists wondering if you can that. make an exception for me. Like, no. I'll say Jesus was a dude, and he was probably an important dude, but, eh, but they never they never say that out loud. But there are a lot of people that go there just for the community, and they don't buy well, any no, of the hocus because pocus. They've got, there's this whole thing. Uh, where when you get uh, when you get baptized and you have to make this confession of faith that you believe that Jesus is the Christ and, and, and that whole thing, they're not going to reword that for you. That like, right. well, um, I will say that I Jesus, affirm that Jesus. Right. Yeah, no, they're so not going to do that. Your, and that's your, the very core of what it means to be part of that church. It, I, I use the church as an organization. I shouldn't have done that in hindsight because of the masonry religion comparisons. I make them too much. It would be like trying to join, I don't know, go work for the federal government and refuse to take the oath of office to uphold the Constitution. Yeah, well, they make an exception. Well, they did. That's another bad example. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) When I took my oath whenever I joined the federal government, they said, is there anyone here who cannot take an oath? Because they had an alternate script for those people. Damn it. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the oath, like the obligations define what it is to be a Mason. Like Freemasonry is that. Okay, They, so they now, are the same thing. Now let me He's asking, can I be a Mason without actually being a Mason? All right. Thank you, gentlemen. You all played your parts nicely. Now it's time for me to pull the strings on this here trap. So what you're saying is, <laughs> if you alter that promise... To where you don't promise to do those things. Okay, so it's not a promise. I, I don't want to use the words. You have to. I, I don't want to use the words because we're on the show. I would do it off the air. Go ahead. Of okay. what that's called. Okay. So if you altered the wording of that, like say you no longer say I cross my heart and hope to die. Mm-hmm. If you're no longer saying I cross my heart and hope to die. If you're saying something more along the lines of ancient people would say I cross my heart oh. and hope to die. Aren't you kind of doing the same thing, buddy? I see what you did there, but yeah, I mean they kind of they, you they see took, what I did there. They took the pinky promise and replaced it with a ring finger promise. Eh. I mean, it's not my jurisdiction. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> That's as close as I get to. Yeah, you're right. You got me there. That's as close as Harlan's ever going to admit that. Whoops. No, I'm not about to stand on the air and call out other jurisdictions as not being legitimate Freemasonry because we were warned against that by our own Grand Lodge. So Meanwhile, Jason's he's trying to get you to do it. It's like he's not even part of the show. Yeah. I don't know what's the matter. <laughs> but in a roundabout way, he still did it. Like, y'all caught that, right? I, uh, I feel very strongly about this particular issue, yes. That, that's it. Can you write that on the board the day I got Highland? Um, yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. I don't see how... Got me would imply that you... you Sprung a trap upon you? I, I don't understand. I, I, there's no opinion change going on here. I'm just no. not going to say something that you want me to say on the air. That doesn't mean I don't believe it. That topic has disappeared. Thank you. I don't you. know what happened to it. All right, next topic. Um, advice for the first time master. Oh, this is a good one. Hmm. I'm listening, gentlemen. Go um, ahead. Um, Bruce is listening very closely. Yes. yes. I'm leaning forward in my chair for the first time ever. You guys should have invited a, uh, a good past master for this uh, 
for this episode. As, as, as opposed to the, I mean, there's, three, there's like three, three of them sitting in the bed. The three no, no. bad ones we a have. Good past master. God. All three of them. About, everything about I'm saying today. The past master with a capital T. Is that no, is no, that no, 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 no. That's no, the no. one guy I don't want advice from. <laughs> All three of us together. You don't think make half a decent past master? Well, maybe half a decent. Yeah. Okay. I, I can give you that. <laughs> can the three of you combined come up with one piece of advice? The number one piece of advice. Is, got number one. Yeah. Um, Let's have it. Ha, what's, a, what's a politically correct way to phrase this? Get up there in the master's chair. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes. Put your fingers in your ears and say, la, 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 la. For a year? Pretty much. <laughs> do what you were going to do and realize that no matter what you do. Somebody's going to be pissed. You can't please everybody. You're steering the ship and everybody on the ship wants to go in a different direction. You'll just wind so up just going in circles. Steer the ship. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I can get on board with that. I mean, I would. That, like, that's fine if you're. I don't. I don't want to say a guy who knows what you're doing, but somebody who's. Bruce just ran about a minute. He has no idea what he's doing. No, he's like the dog in the lab no. coat. It's, it's like being the leader of anything. You're going to have your council of advisors. Mm-hmm. Listen to them. Yes, yeah. that's like the opposite Way. of what you just said. No, no it's not. No, no, no. You, you said take, take your fingers in your ears and don't listen to anybody. Yeah, when you're no. in the chair. When you're yeah. in the chair. You take their During advice. During the week, you're talking to people. Under their, under consideration, but at said. the end of the day, you got to make a decision. And once you make the decision, you're going with it. Don't okay. put up a no that's bitching fine. about the and decision. And anybody who calls you or tells you, or, don't and change this is going to happen, they're going to say, well, you can't do this for reason X, Y, and Z. Usually it involves some citation to a section of the bylaws or constitution that doesn't even exist. It's just just to move on. Remember that, at least in our jurisdiction, you're going to have the deference of of the deputy grandmaster for your district, and you're going to have the deference of the grandmaster. So unless you've just gone totally off the wall... Gone rogue. They're going to back you up. Even if 99... Even if 100% of your lodge is, is calling them screaming because they don't like something that you did, if whatever you did was reasonable... You're, the grandmaster is going to back you up. That's yeah. that's our policy here, and you have to go in with that mindset. And remember that it's just for one year. And for some reason, when you come out of the chair, a lot of that, unlike the Roman dictator thing, it actually does fall away. Like, give it a yes. year after that, and most people are going to f- have forgotten whatever they were pissed at you about for when you were master. Unless you completely destroy the lodge, <laughs> well, you're up there. In which case, know. they will remember you forever. Or if the lodge falls. On the hard times a year you were up there, dude, and nothing having to do with you. Well, yeah, but I guess that's the big thing is you have to remember that you were elected to be the decider because if we exercise democracy, I'm the decider. Nothing would ever get done. We would never pay a single bill. We would never mail a single letter. We would never. We wouldn't do anything. I would. I if, would if you were trying to govern by consensus, it wouldn't happen. I think what you mean is if you were trying to. Not governed by majority. If you're trying to govern by unanimous vote, nothing would ever get done. Because I promise you, I've counted the nope. yays and nays on the bills, and there's really no nays except for people even, like me. Even if it was by majority, it's not going to happen, because you have to go through the process, and you're going to drag out simple things. It, it we, we have a master for that reason. That's That's his job. Is we could do this in in way A or we could do it in way B. They both have their merits and they both have their shortcomings. Someone's got to decide which way it's going to go. It's the dude in the hat. 
And that's that's why we have the dude in the hat. It's like the cat in the hat. And also, oh, write that book. Um, hmm. to wrangle the that cats, rhymes. that would be another... My, no, my the cat in the hat. I'm going to write the dude in the hat. Number two hmm. piece of advice uh, would be when, when it comes to wrangling cats, which is a large part of your job, um, there are no volunteers nope. under your mastership. Voluntoes. Um, you don't ask for volunteers for anything. You just call up individual brothers. Uh, and but ask if them you're to a good things. master, won't they want to volunteer for no. you, Harlan? No. No, here's no. the thing. Won't they want to? You no, ask no. for volunteers and you give them to about the count of five, <laughs> and then you start appointing. Hmm. And then you call them volunteers. Yes. After they do their job, I would like, like to thank the volunteers who did this. Josh is finally getting it. Like if you watched at the last meeting, we had to point that investigating committee, and he's like, "Any volunteers?" He just started naming like he, he nobody volunteered. I know. He's like, "Any volunteers?" All right, Marshall. How about you? You want to you want to head this up? And then mm. it, it was like that, <laughs> um, and, it, and it looked like he was soliciting volunteers, but he was saying, "You're going to do this, and you two are going to go with him." But he phrased it in such a way as like, "Hey, Marshall, you want to do this?" And, and, and that's that's the secret sauce that you figure out after a very brief time. I would it feels say, like maybe I'm just remembering wrong, but is it, does it seem like to you all last year we had more volunteers when he asked for them? No, no, really. You're you're remembering it. No. Okay. The thing is, what happened last year is he was not direct and got to the point. We would talk around it for about five minutes. And no, I mean, then, that happened, too. Well, I, part I, of I that was... Like I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to remember... Then you had a secretary... How many times this year anybody has volunteered as opposed to last year where I can remember... Well, part of the problem like is, is you had people jumping up and volunteering after the 20-minute conversation about how he's going to need volunteers just to get the conversation about the dam. Aside from that, Jason. Or there were most of the times when you'd have a, a certain secretary saying, hey, Warshable, how about Tony? That happened a lot, too. Um, All right. Because our, our Warshable master didn't want to have people do things when they didn't feel that they had the time or effort to do them. Uh, so... That would be number two. And for the record, I got put on a committee on a night. I wasn't you even here. You weren't even there. That was awesome. You were the chairman. Yeah, I got of made chairman of a committee. <laughs> Teach you to miss Lodge again. On great. a night, I wasn't here. I got text the guy's information for the investigation. I'm like, mm-hmm. what's this? And they're like, it's an investigation you're doing. You're the chairman. Oh, These oh are the two okay. doing it with you. Thanks for volunteering. <laughs> And uh, number three, I don't, I don't know. I'm just I, grasping number at straws. Three. Now. Number three, when in doubt, ask the secretary. Uh, yeah. Because he's kind of the glue of the lodge. He's the one that kind of keeps easy, things going. Easy. Uh, well, he is honestly. Okay, look, he the, the master is in charge. Glue. The master in charge, but the the secretary, you know, probably does the most amount of work, and and is there usually year over year over year, and just kind of knows how things are supposed to go. Don't you put that what burden on me, on friend of the show, Jack. No rubbing feet or something. <laughs> don't you put that burden on me. Both hands above the table, gentlemen. You, you don't <coughs> want me to do that. <laughs> My only piece of <sighs> advice above and beyond what has already been said. Let's talk more about how important the secretary is. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was not for your benefit, I assure you. Is not. As the master, you're the boss man. Oh, no. You're not the boss man. No. Don't get in your head. You're the boss man when you're the master. You're the Lodge's chief bitch. 
you're the lodge's number one bitch, but you still a bitch. Yeah, it's a weird dichotomy you have to embrace. Um, it's like being the first wife of a Mormon who's got 20. Yeah. Like, you're in charge of the other wives, technically, but Big Daddy's still in charge. I mean, I explained this to Josh before he took office about, like, you got to get what's really going on here. Like, we put you up in the chair, and we give you a fancy hat, and we call you worshipful, and do all these fancy things, but it's really just to cover up the fact that you are the Lodge's slave, or bitch, as Jason yeah. would like to say, for the next year. I mean, when other men have the option to, to go home and not sweat this, or forget about it, or let you it go... do not. You don't. You serve the um, lodge. The lodge doesn't serve you. When you get here and uh, the meal crew has has forgotten or not done their thing, and there's no food here, and you got a bunch of hungry past masters, it's on you, that's boss. That's your problem. You better get to save the store. When uh, you show up for an entered apprentice degree, <laughs> yeah, I saved it. I saved it. <laughs> when you get up here for an entered apprentice degree, and your junior warden decides. After opening the Lodge of Entered Apprentices, that uh, he can't do this, well, you're getting up there and you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's it's you don't you don't have the liberties of just being a member of the lodge that everyone else has. You can't fade into the back of the crowd. Yeah. When when people are uh, at each other's throats, uh, you can't just tell them to grow some balls and get over it because. That's a luxury that the secretary has, not the master. Okay. Uh, what time are we None at? None of these are advice. This is These are just like depressing facts. Yeah, well, I mean, well, that's... Well, the you advice is realize this early as opposed to later. <laughs> Halfway through the year. There's a reason why when we talk about past masters and their service to the lodge, that's, that's what it was. It was their year of, of servitude. Indentured. In ways that an entered apprentice thinks that he has to do, but has no clue. All right, so what time are we at? Uh, we're like an hour and ten or something like okay, that. Okay, let's it's go ahead and jump to the last one. We'll come back to the other one if we got time. So a gentleman made an alt. Alt. Made an alt. Alternative account. He changed his sock. He did change his socks. What being now I had to look this word up and that's sad because it kind of applies to me in some ways maybe would being into paraphilia disqualify you as a youth yeah look it up (laughs) it's not as bad as it sounds I mean it's not good but it's not bad Uh, disqualify you from being one of the youth group leaders my question would be how would people know about well your paraphilia? His point is paraphilia, by the way, is a condition characterized yes. by abnormal sexual desires, typically involving extreme or dangerous activities, like trying to tap my wife on the shoulder at two in the morning <laughs> yes. would be an extreme or that, dangerous activity. I believe the DSM five would characterize as paraphilia. Okay, well then I've got that. Uh, I mean, I he never really says what he's doing. Uh, but of course he found out about it, which means other people might find out about it. Um, the short answer is if you don't have the discretion and people know, then no. If Just, everybody knows, it's I probably I think the short problem. answer is if you have to ask this question, the answer is probably no. 
But he's not asking the question. This is a guy who found out about it. And oh. then is saying, I don't think you should be a youth group leader because I found out about this, which means somebody okay. else can too. Right. But I, I think what he's not extending is this guy's talked about it publicly, I think is part of his problem. And I think when he's talked about it publicly, he's talked about it publicly with brothers not open for the world. Hmm. Ooh. Was he asking about a... That got complicated quick. Yeah, but he yeah. wasn't asking about a youth organization in general. He was asking about a Masonic youth organization. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Masonic ones, what I meant. I'm sorry. I mean, it's kind of important to yeah, the Yeah, but there's, there's the 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 four walls of the lodge thing going on. If if he was confiding in his brothers, uh, that is complicated. Now, unless, you guys, unless this guy's <laughs> Facebook account is, like, got this activity all over. If he's arranging sex parties in the park on his Facebook account that the kids can go see the parents of the kids can go then that's a different situation but just because you know about it you're his brother doesn't mean that the entire world knows well who i mean and he never really said what he was into i'm like it really matters to me what he's into and let's go ahead and premise this with the assumption that it doesn't involve sexual acts with children or anything to do with children he never accused him of illegal activity yeah so on that basis we're just worried about character image uh, public relations if you will that that I mean, like, the Someone's worst thing I can think at. of right now is, like, if, what if the dude's a diaper fetishist? That's the worst thing? That's not illegal. I mean, <laughs> that I would be like, mmm, that is not going to be... I, I got mm. a question, because you seem to know quite a bit about paraphernalia. Um, I, I looked it up, Jay. <laughs> okay, I did my research. Good. Um, it, and I'm asking for a friend. It's choking... You know, asphyxiation is that? Is that? I think it would be. Is it okay? Okay. Like, I'll, I'll let my friend know. Light. I was just curious. I think that anything but that missionaries wouldn't can, do. That's like a five on the on the P scale. But it could. I mean, that could result in death. It could. Like if you get a little overzealous, and mm-hmm. you know, not because of strangulation, but because of that, those arteries, something about a rhythm in your heart. Like people have died like that. I read this definition as if if you enjoy anything that missionaries would not do. Um, then you are well, a no, paraphiliac. I mean, that is characterized in the DSM-5, though, is things that are dangerous. Like, being homosexual is no longer categorized as that's, paraphilia. But that's also something that seems... Subjective. No, I was going to say, I don't want to use the word minor, but minor enough that who would find out about that? What, choking? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless like, but that's like goes back to my I, point. Like, if the guy's a diaper fetishist, which he's probably not, but to me, that's like the one thing that like, I, if I found out you're a diaper fetishist, I'm probably never going to be able to look you in the eye again. But if the guy's picture posting pictures of himself on his Facebook page in the diaper with the bottle and the huge pacifier in the bonnet, <laughs> and the kids can somehow find that, even if he's not friends with them on Facebook, right, but, you yeah. know, they can somehow through a mutual friend find yeah. it and see it or something. That's an issue. I mean, there's been teachers right. fired for things that don't involve children at all, but it was pictures on their Facebook. Of, yeah. 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 You know. I, I mean, know. Facebook should be viewed as you're posting that on the courthouse steps. Yes. Right. Uh, Mrs. Smith had this picture of herself in the Catwoman suit beating some poor dude senseless on Facebook. Can I don't I think she student? should teach English anymore. I do. I want to sign up for that English class. Yes. Does she have stocks? Just asking for a friend. Um, I can I I could find out for you. Probably mutual funds. I mean, and she's looking for a new income (laughs) since she's no longer a teacher. So, uh, 
Yeah. But, you know, without him Creating saying jobs, that's what, I do. what this guy's into makes me think that maybe this guy's overreacting a little bit, and maybe what this guy's into is not paraphilia. Maybe he's, he's into the BDSM scene, which I don't think should be characterized as paraphilia. I mean, it can be dangerous if you're not safe, but I think most people participating in that lifestyle are relatively safe. Sodomy. I don't know if that might be. I don't know. I, I mean, sodomy. Um, uh, but that is illegal in some states. Yeah. Alabama, for one. Yeah. I feel like you know all of them, but don't <laughs> don't, don't go on. Well, I know Alabama because they locked up employees of a Spencer's gift because you know that one corner back there where they have like the giant rubber fist. Well, no, they don't even have that. It's like the mildest sex toys like on sale in right. any store. Yeah. Alabama locked up those people that were working in that store and charged them with a felony because they sold a couple vibrators. Huh. It was like an undercover sting That's in Alabama. Ridiculous. I guess the crime rates there are so ridiculously low. Right. That <laughs> Cops in Alabama have nothing better to do. We can't have these women figuring out they don't need us men. That could be a problem. Yeah. Um... I don't know, man. Like, it depends on, like, how you found out about it, how many people know about it, what it is. Like, maybe the dude's, like, a swinger, for example. I don't think that would exclude him. I do. Why? It's immoral. Why? It's bad behavior. Why? Yeah, you go straight to hell for doing that. It reflects poorly on the image of the fraternity. Why? (laughs) Is he wearing a... Is he flying a big Masonic flag when he's at the swinger party, or... Uh, I've heard that they use it for a blanket, yeah. Is that right? Oh, okay. Well, in that case, then maybe you might have a point. He keeps his rings on. You know how I know Harlan's never been in an orgy? He thinks you use a blanket. It's too hot (laughs) under them covers, dude. Aww. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, what do you think? This is touchy. I think if, if if it's morally questionable in the eyes of the public, and the public knows about it, then that's a problem. And if it's just something you found out about because the guy was confiding in his brothers in the four walls of his lodge. Or if he just, like, went on super dig because he's got something against this guy. And that basically just comes down... It, if we premise it on the fact that it's it's no risk to children, whatever it may be, then it, it's a PR thing. And so if you don't have the discretion for people not to know about your sexual preferences, you shouldn't be advising a youth group to begin with of any kind, Masonic or not. And otherwise, keep that stuff to yourself. And 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 you, Reddit poster, um, who's keep your brother's secret name is don't yes. ask, don't tell. Yes, which I find um, amusing. If you acquired this information not from a public source, but from the confidence of the four walls of your lodge, or you went super digging, or if you went super it. investigation on this dude, stop it. I would tell him if you went digging. Because maybe he should know that that stuff's available to be found out by anybody well, like, who goes looking. If I accidentally stumble across your Craigslist post that's clearly you, where you're asking for, you know, BBC. Mm. And by that I mean... Root beer? Yeah, yes. The root beer. Oh. Uh, I'm going to be like, hey, Love I accidentally some- found this because I was looking for the same thing. Why else would I be in that part of the <laughs> right, internet? Right. <laughs> It's no, like you were the one providing the root beer. Well, it's like catching your dad in the porn store. Like neither one of you are going to tell mom. <laughs> you know, it's like 
it, it's now like, mm, mm, and then you go your separate ways. That seems like a rare scenario, though, because I don't feel like that guy would be on here talking about whatever he's doing. I think he went on Super Dig, or it was a conversation that happened in the four walls. It had to be one of the two. Stop it. Stop it. Because, you know, if, if really you wanted to go digging, and like I know like the online aliases you like to use... I could probably find dirt on anybody if I went on Super Dig and voted hours to it. Anybody. If I knew, like, what online aliases you enjoyed using. That's why I don't tell you. That's a smart plan. Right? It's also why you don't. That's why why I have two sets of them. Every single week you're mad that I don't tell you stuff, and now you know why. No, but that's why I have two sets of them. I have my clean user aliases and my dirty user aliases. You don't don't have to go on Super Dig because uh, every questionable online community is one by one being hacked and posted to the internet. That's true, too. But well, it, yeah. but if if one set of alias is not connected to the other one, they don't have any. Well, I mean that would imply that you know what you're doing, and I with Jason, I that's not. I mean, the case. I don't. So, you I mean, my my username on which on, which of us knows what we're doing, Harlan? On fetishist sites is After Lodge Harlan. So, <laughs> you know, I, if I was you, come that's be funny, part. It's mine too. My tagline is "Come be part of the sensation." <laughs> If I was you, I would just change it to the sensation, and that way you're still kind of tying it together, but it's not as blatantly. Yeah, but then, like, the sensation, and then the tagline is come be part of the sensation, and then it's it's just too much sensationalism. Come experience the sensation is what it should be. I have seen your grinder account. It is very clearly you. There's no way to hide that that's you. I'm not trying to hide that that's me. I'm, I'm transparent on the internet. You got nothing to hide. What I've got about nothing it? to hide. Except from my wife. You hide your wife or you hide from your wife? I would never hide my wife. She's a trophy. Why would you hide the trophy? That's why I was confused. No. You said you would hide. Yeah. You have nothing to hide but your wife. She's going to listen to the show this week. I'm going to be in so much trouble. All right. Um, right. Hey, CB. Because of your grinder account. Now, that's a guy that's into paraphilia. don't don't tell her about that. Brian is super into paraphilia. What's up, CB? How you doing, buddy? Tell us your sins, Brian. He told me one day. he. (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, incidentally, none. He so. told me one day he was. <laughs> well, gonna, we're out of time. Maybe next Thanks, time. Brian. <laughs> I'm gonna get this joke out. I don't care if y'all keep talking. Go ahead. About it. He told me one day he was gonna die the same way the lead singer of NXS died. That was his plan. Who me? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's part of it. Wait. So you're gonna die in irrelevance. You're not wrong. Boom. Well, that too. <laughs> but the exact same manner of death. All right. Well. Uh, I think that's it. Well, we've got the last thing, our our Lodge's motto. Uh, Here at the After Lodge Lodge, our motto is two female residents of the mobile home community circumnavigate the perimeter. Circumnavigate the perimeter. It's a very long slogan, but uh, I do enjoy it. So, Are you happy? I'm very happy. I've been wanting to get that out you all You should week. have saved that until it was a, a more appropriate I know. It time. Was, it, it was, would have actually been funny. It was more like, funny the first time you heard it, and I, yeah. I spoiled it yesterday by saying I should have saved it for the end of the well, show. it was applicable in that scenario. It was not It was, I know. But I wanted to use it. I've, I've had it bottled up all week. I had to get it out. I, I mean, I, personally, it would have been much funnier if you had said disregard females, acquire currency. I... I I mean, are you happy with yourself? That's that's my only I question. Am. Is I'm very happy. As long with as you're happy with yourself, the subject should have been worst lodge mottos, and then yeah, hmm. I, I don't. You're not acceptable to me. You're really not. Um, I never have been. Well, it's better than our alternative motto. 
the one that we just voted out at the last meeting. Attend after Lodge? No, the last, our, our motto for a long time here at the Lodge, we have pens made and everything. It was, we want fat Jason back. Mm, yes. Hmm. And uh, then uh, We even had a campaign for that. We, we did. We got signatures. We got 45 gallons of ice cream to make this right? happen. And he's all like, I won't eat ice cream. Hashtag Until nobody else is there. Uh, I hate all of you. <laughs> we love you too, buddy. <laughs> You want to tell people where they can find us, or is that something we do anymore? Or I thought we, we were trying it? to be we anonymous. Right. I mean, on the internet, with our other identities. Don't share the secret. Can we get letterhead that says that? Yes. Don't share the secret? Yep. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, this has been episode 82 of the After Lodge podcast. Brought to you, uh, I guess, still since uh, since Jack went up to Canada. Now we're getting the big money. Yeah, I, I need we, to talk to you. I've got an expense report to turn in. Plug them. <laughs> the airfare is going to eat up our sponsorship. I was say, as long as it doesn't exceed what we're getting from them. Contractually obligated by Canada Dry Tin. Same great taste, only 10 calories. You can find the show notes for this or any other previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge@gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail. No one's done that in a while. I don't even remember the phone number, but it's in the show notes every week. Uh, so check those out. Find us on uh, the After Lodge or Freemasonry subreddits on the front page of the internet, and on IRC, where you can find me and no other members of the After Lodge podcast. And usually not even him. At uh, irc.snoonet.org. Pound sign Freemasonry. This music's really slowed down my outro. I think I'm done though. So I like its flow. Goodbye, brothers. Later. Later. Repeat it shouldn't be surprising. Uh, you, you know you're